Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. Just like in Indiana, lawmakers in other states settling in for their lawmaking sessions. And just like in Indiana, those lawmakers wrestling with how to conduct business in a pandemic. In the state of Oregon, Republicans are the minority party in both the House and Senate, and the system works there like it does here. The party that's in majority basically controls what bills get heard and get a vote. Like, say, one on COVID-19 restrictions. Democrats want them, Republicans don't. As in, really bad, they don't. And that's why yesterday, Republicans in the Oregon Senate decided to express their displeasure by boycotting the legislative session, going home to isolate themselves from their lawmaking duties, which is ironic because they've also isolated themselves against the thing that the restrictions are trying to protect people from in the first place. (laughs) Cliff? Yeah? I had one of those nights last night. Oh, you did, huh? You can't sleep, you know? Yeah. Lay there, and I had the strangest, weirdest ideas for... I have an idea for a contest if this virus mess ever gets cleared up, Cliff. Oh. <laughs> okay. It, in, it involves a walk. I never thought I would involve a contest with a walk in my life, and I'm a little embarrassed about it. You mean the Chinese cooking pan called a wok? Yes, yes. Okay. I, um, I sat back at my desk a while ago before we came on the air, and I wrote yeah. down the rules and regulations of the contest that I'd thought of last night when I couldn't sleep. And <laughs> it's embarrassing, Cliff, once you see it on paper and you go, I thought this would be a good idea. <laughs> That's why you should never write that stuff down. I, I should have just come on the air and just announced it, that when the virus exactly. mess is over. And no- that way all the rest of us could go. You thought that up? A hot dog and a walk. That's what it. That's what's in this contest. You know, Cliff, you kind of touched on it unknowingly just a few seconds ago. What was that? Well, you know, for months and months and months, almost yeah. every newscast you hear, whether it's on the radio or local TV or even national news, yeah, it's I call it the uh, daily count, the daily numbers, uh, something yes. about coronavirus. Right. And I'm just wondering, you know, they been hearing about this for a long long time almost a year now yep when this pandemic is finally over how are we going to actually know that the thing is over with (laughs) that's a good question i'm i'm wondering really when are you going to know because all the experts say it's always going to be around and so somebody at some time is going to be getting sick off and on all the time with it it's um it's still possible to catch the measles is it not? That's true. And the mumps. And the mumps. And and so, what do you call it, the vaccine for that has been around for decades. So I'm going to guess that, you know, it's still going to be something that we're going to be talking about probably 50 years from now on some level. I think they're going to come to a point to they're going to have a number in mind. This right. many people are yeah. sick. This many people are in yeah. the hospital. And that number's okay. We won't even mention it. Whatever that you know, number is. It's like the um, the last case of polio wasn't uh, in the United States was 1979, but it still happens overseas on an extremely rare occasion. Yeah, so how do you ever know if it's finally so, done? Yeah, and, and, they're, and they're also talking about, you know, it's entirely possible that you'll have to get a booster. Every year, right? At some point. I mean, they're not sure yet. Um, 
Uh, you'll you'll have to get some kind of a booster for the vaccine at at some point, and so it's going to continue on. Sure, that's kind of uh, freaky when you get to thinking about. It. I yeah. just thought of that just a few seconds ago, Cliff. <laughs> well, I mean, when you get like like when you get like if you get a tetanus shot now, it, it'll come down to this. I got a tetanus shot a couple of weeks ago just because it had been a long time since I had one. The tetanus shot also includes vaccines for diphtheria and pertussis, which is the whooping cough. Does that make, you know, so at some point it's going to boil down to where you're just going to get the shot and it's going to be included with other things. That's a good idea. Yeah. Kind of like a, you know, come one, come all. We've got good the right. little package here. <laughs> Step right up. Well, I hope... <laughs> Well, I want somebody like a carnival yeah. caller coming right. out here. You want to win a bear? You you want to live? Well, I hope Cliff, if it ever gets to that point where it's all yeah. you know, kind of mellowed down and all of yeah. that, I I hope that the news will lead off some night with yeah. trumpets blaring in the background. You know, like <laughs> it's finally done. It's finally done. Finally. We, next time you're shopping on Amazon, click in the search box and then type 1960s Chinese traditional fruit basket, and you'll find something crafted of stainless steel and then covered in enamel, painted with bright colors in Chinese characters and artwork. The product sells for $69.99, but it's really a fine example of how gullible we as Americans are and how other countries, in fact, know that quite well. While the product title calls it a traditional fruit basket, the product description suggests it could also be used to keep champagne cold. It could be used to organize snacks, candies, or even K-cups of coffee, and it suggests the product would be an ideal centerpiece for a floral arrangement on your dinner table. Meanwhile, people in China are buying the same product for a tenth of the price and have an entirely different use for it. While it's sold to Americans as a place to store bread, we're even shown a picture of it stacked with French loaves. On the other side of the world, people are pooping in it. Because that dude is straight up a chamber pot sold in China to those who don't have indoor plumbing. <laughs> have you seen a picture of it? I have. <laughs> does it see, look like a chamber pot to you? It does. Okay. <laughs> well, you uh, mentioned the you know, floral decoration for your table. I hate yeah. a table that has that on there. Are you like that? I, I don't As long as it's not too big, it's fine. I mean, I really want, if I'm going to you know go to a big dinner i want the table to be decorated with food <laughs> right you're you're taking up space i could put you know like a plate of bacon or something on right there you're, make me a make me a bacon decoration please do yes yeah. yesterday cliff we invited our wonderful 11 listeners along with our facebook friends to be funny today on our facebook page weed and cliff in the morning Yes. There is a little story there and a little fill in the blank. And so far, Cliff, it's not been as bad as I thought it could possibly be. Now, it's not great, but it's not horrid. <laughs> the, the first one. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't really a question of whether it was going to be funny or not. The question was, how bad were they going to burn you? <laughs> it's not been that bad, Cliff. No, I mean, so far, just... A, <laughs> oh, there's a couple. <laughs> but all of that's true, Cliff, because that's happening yeah. Monday morning at 9 o'clock in the morning. That's right. Shall I, shall I just read what it says here? Just go ahead, Cliff. Okay, so you posted, Monday morning, I'm going in, that would be you, for my every three-year colonoscopy. What would be the worst thing I could hear the doctor say 
just before they knock me out. <laughs> and as I look through that list of things, Cliff, yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I can tell the folks who have never had a colonoscopy before, looking right yeah. at you, Alan, when Alan. his comment is, yeah, the doctor says, my hands are really swollen today. Alan, <laughs> we're not noodling here. <laughs> this is not a noodling expedition. No, Alan, that's not the way that works. Cliff, I've been thinking about this. Uh, yeah. On Facebook, the question about uh, the last thing that you hear. I'm a little bit more terrified of um, the first thing I'll hear after I wake up. You know, oh. when you watch the Olympics or you watch gymnastics especially, you yeah. know, when somebody does something off of the horse and they do that little salute, you know, after they land the uh, stick the landing, you know. Oh, like the, uh, they, I believe they call it the dismount. <laughs> yes. And, you know, they got their hands above their heads. You know how they do. And they arch their back yeah. back. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. I hope that I don't uh, wake up to see my doctor there with his hands up in that position. And I hear <laughs> this sound, Cliff. <laughs> now, that's what I'm a little fearful of well, right there. Now, haven't you said that the ta-da makes everything better? Yeah, well, I don't know if it'll make that better, but that is true. We have said that oh, before. You don't think that the ta-da will make the colonoscopy better? I'm. Um, it would be a little freaky. <laughs> Especially if the doctor is doing the dismount. <laughs> well, you, you hear this, Cliff. And he has a bronze medal around his neck. You didn't get full <laughs> service there. You didn't get a very good job. <laughs> You know, I want the guy with the gold doing mine, not the bronze That's medal. That's exactly winner. right. <laughs> I read a story, Cliff, this morning mm -hmm. that in Germany, yeah. they're after a pickpocket there that was reaching underneath bathroom stalls and stole money <laughs> while people were sitting on the toilet. Now, I've never been to Germany, but the yeah. question that's just raging through my head is, yeah. How close are the stalls in Germany that you're able to do that? <laughs> you know, that's a little trick, Cliff, to be able to uh, reach underneath a stall and take yeah. the money out of somebody's uh, pants while they're sitting there. You either have to have a stall that's really narrow yeah. or a long-armed robber to be able to pull well, that off. <laughs> I think we figured out which answer that's holding you back. <laughs> With the advancement of technology, it was inevitable that something like this would happen. The makers of the Roomba automatic vacuum say users who installed a software update to their i7 and i9 robots could experience this problem. problem. And they say they're sorry, but it might be a few weeks before they can create a patch to fix the problem caused by the software update. Customers affected might see their vacuum get stuck in an empty area or take a lot longer to clean the house or even just going off somewhere and running out of power and not working at all. The worst case scenario has seen users reporting their Roomba wandering around the room aimlessly, spinning in circles and bumping into furniture just like it's drunk. I for one welcome our drunk robot overlords. <laughs> well, Cliff, we haven't said a whole lot about it this morning. My... Um total lack of sleep i couldn't get to sleep last night we've been kind of concentrating on our facebook page weed and cliff in the morning the thing about my sleep cliff and i'm going to get to that right now okay the, what happened to me was that before i went to yeah. bed i read the story that in the pandemic that we're all living through one of the biggest things that people are um, missing the most yeah. is like being in a crowd 
of cheering and screaming people, like at a rock concert or a country concert. Okay. That and makes sense. I got to thinking about that, and the more I thought about yeah. it, the more I thought, you know, let's just assume that everything is back to normal before the pandemic. Yeah. And let's just say that here at Country 98.1, we latch on to, say, uh, Luke Combs concert tickets, some really good ones. Just say. Yes. yes. How could we give those away in a way that's never been done before? Okay. And this is what I laid in bed last night oh, contemplating right. yeah. over and over again, Cliff. That's right. This this idea came to you in the middle of the night instead of sleep. Yes, and I couldn't get it out of my head. And this would be my idea. See what you think of this. Okay. We could qualify like five different listeners here on our program. Like okay. Spy the Lie. If they win that, they qualify. When we get to five, we're done. Okay. But then you and I yeah. meet with these five wonderful winners. Yeah. At the Bicentennial Park, located by the theater here in Princeton. Oh, yeah, that's right. It's uh, right just on uh, West Broadway, a couple of blocks west of where I'm at right now. Yes, yes. and we give the qualifiers at Bicentennial Park a walk, mm-hmm. a Chinese walk. <laughs> right. And they walk fairly far away from us. And With you and Yes, and you and I are standing there, and yeah. we throw one at a time, as far as we can, a raw hot dog in the air. <laughs> and if they catch the hot dog in the walk, then they're going to be the winner. Now, all five people will go through it and try to catch it. And if two of them do, then we'll have a walk-off. And we'll throw again <laughs> until we get a winner. And we could call this thing, Cliff, yeah, the Wiener in a Walk contest. What do you think? <laughs> or should I have been sleeping? You, you should have just gotten up and taking some NyQuil. <laughs> you don't like the wiener in a walk? Would that not be awesome? Huh? Well, I bet you I mean, no one listening has ever tried to catch a hot dog in a walk in their life. No, I'm I'm quite sure that's correct. See? In fact, there's probably not a whole lot of people who own a walk. We who could are get among a walk. our listeners. We could supply a walk. <laughs> yeah. And then we could throw the dogs. I'm telling you, Cliff, wiener in a wiener, walk is the way to get in a walk. is the way to get away with concert tickets <laughs> there's been a lot of discussion by text message about the wiener walk contest we were talking yeah, about wiener, earlier wieners in a walk yes wiener in a walk there's no reason for anyone nick to be <laughs> making a wiener cannon we don't need that in the contest <laughs> we will just throw the hot dogs okay wow it's time now for Take It to the Bank. Mm-hmm. And we ask the questions, does your daughter continually disobey authority? Or maybe your son hates doing what he's told to do. Yep. If that's your situation, parents, congratulations to you. Because the research is out there, Cliff, and okay. it says a child that has a stubborn streak is more likely to overachieve in their education and go on to earn more once they make it into the job market. They say in the survey, Cliff, and the research that a tendency towards rule-breaking has a positive correlation with earnings being extremely high as they go (laughs) in their career. So who would have thought that, Cliff? That that explains a lot about your behavior as a child. (laughs) Except for the high-income part. Well, I mean, you you pretty well then were just a... uh, do whatever you needed to do to please mom and dad. <laughs> kind of looks that way, doesn't it, Cliff? Based upon your income today, 
that study. I should have been a rebel. I should have been a real a malcontent, Cliff. You should have been. I yes. could have been a malcontent yes. with a high income. Instead, yes. a pleaser and a loser. And, <laughs> and, and hosting a morning show. Yeah. Well, Cliff, was there anything said today? Phrases of the day start with number three. Making a wiener cannon. <laughs> My not necessary. No. Number two. I, for one, welcome our drunk robot overlords. And the number one morning roadshow phrase for today. The ta-da will make the colonoscopy better, especially if the doctor does the dismount. <laughs> he better not be having a bronze medal around his neck, I'm telling you. <laughs> you you're going for the gold. I'm going for the gold. <laughs> if there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.